You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. 400 fender benders, 100 more serious crashes in Toronto, and 300 collisions on GTA highways patrolled by the OPP. And there were also injuries. Yes, it was a record snowfall. But on the other hand, this is Canada. It can snow a lot in January, people. I'd like to hear from you about the worst things you encountered on the roads, as well as the avoidable stupidities while walking or driving. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And with me in studio now, Sergeant Alexander Cruz of Traffic Services Towing and Pounds. Hi there. Hi, how are you? Fine. Uh, you've had a heck of a, a night and day. Yeah, our, our troops have been very busy uh, responding to a number of collisions, and of course, uh, the snow just creates a lot of other problems uh, for us, for sure. Is it just a matter of people not driving to the conditions? Yeah, when we see this type of weather, and we'll call it extreme weather last night because we really got dumped on, we always see an increase in the number of collisions that, that we get called to, as well as our collision reporting centers, are they're inundated uh, with uh, people coming to report collisions. So it, it's always, we get a snowstorm, and we know the next day our, our collision reporting centers are going to be very busy, and as well as we're going to be getting uh, an increased volume of calls for our officers to respond to. What, what was the... The, the most prevalent reason for a collision, is it just people going too fast? Yeah, what? speed too fast for conditions. So uh, in this type of weather, you have to slow down. Uh, I always say you pack your patience because it's going to take you longer to get to where you have to go. So a couple of things. Leave yourself extra time. Make sure you got windshield washer fluid in your vehicle because it's sloppy out there. You need to clean your windshield. Make sure you clean your car off. That includes your windows and your roof and your trunk and the hood because you don't want that blizzard behind you as you're driving along, which could affect uh, other people's visibility. But increase your following distance, folks. Slow down. Again, the speed limits are there for when the ideal conditions. So the maximum is for ideal conditions. But when it's snowing out there, roads are slippery and icy, you need to drop your speed and increase your following distance for sure. Mm -hmm. And are there any uh, special charges for, you know, following too closely, say? Well, yeah, absolutely. There's, there is a charge under the Highway Traffic Act for following too closely. Uh, careless driving. So if you're not driving according to the conditions, uh, you could be charged with that. Uh, Were there charges like that yesterday? Oh, there's, there's no doubt. Uh, we had uh, 27 uh, of our officers from traffic services that actually uh, went out and investigated collisions yesterday. And so if there, it's, collisions are caused occurrence. So uh, if the officer does their investigation and charges are laid, they will be laying the appropriate charge for sure. And uh, when what what was the worst thing you saw? Well, luckily, yeah. I wasn't out last night. I uh, have the uh, I guess the pleasure of working a Monday to Friday job, and I'm in in the station, so I just get to hear about uh, the uh, the stories that our officers and the, and the calls they go to. So, uh, luckily, when it, we have this type of weather, uh, it slows people down. They can't get their speeds up, so we we don't see a lot of serious injuries when collisions are involved. When we have the heavy snowfalls. Uh, which is a good thing, right? However, we have a lot of property damage collisions where there's no entries, but you can imagine, uh, first of all, they're slowing uh, the roads down, they're, they're, they're blocking lanes, 
have to get their vehicles repaired. There's going to be insurance cost implications. So if you can slow down folks and avoid being involved in a collision, I mean, it's just going to benefit yourself and all the other road users out there. Okay. I want to give the numbers out again because uh, I'm sure there are people out there who have Tales to tell, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. So yesterday on my way home, when I got to the last kind of, I guess you would call it arterial road, it was was 45 minutes to go a few blocks, which was okay. But, uh, you know, I have a small car, guy in a truck behind me, and, uh, you know, I kept trying to leave a reasonable distance, and he was just on my tail. (laughs) I mean, it was like honking to the wind. It's like, back off. Yeah. buddy you know we're nobody's going anywhere well that's just it like heaven forbid you have to stop quickly just because you're in a big four by four doesn't mean that your vehicle is going to stop on a dime in these type of weather so uh, it, it may increase traction for acceleration but when you're on snow and ice uh, you're you're going to be sliding like just everybody else so we ask people in those type of vehicles or if you have snow tires on your, your car as well that don't think that you're invincible just because you have a four by four or you know good snow tires on you have to slow down again you need to drive to the conditions that you're, you're, you're seeing out there so if it's snowy and icy slow down back off and as well as if you have that person following too closely you know what you could do as well is you can increase your following distance from that person in front of you and you know if you slow down a little bit maybe the person will just go around you and then continue on and and hopefully uh, that will be the case so yeah you have to be a defensive driver and and, and again just be patient uh, yeah, no, it, it actually, um, I couldn't really increase my yeah. distance because as soon as he would get even closer. Yeah, I know yeah. it's frustrating. So if yeah. that person's listening, please, you know, back off. Exactly. Increase that following distance. Remember, there's other road users uh, on the road and it's not all about you. And and uh, so the, uh, the, the thing that actually scared me the most, and I, I sympathize with people who are out there walking in this, were, was people kind of darting, you know, because uh, I leave a lot of space. Yeah. So I also got, you know, pedestrians who decided to run in front of me. Yeah, and that a, was another thing that, that fright, frightened me. And I, I kind of get that I, I didn't want to be out there in that. No, no, no. I, I, yesterday, again, we were, we had to go out and, uh, we, we saw, I saw a pedestrian, and it was just over here by our station. We were in uh, Liberty Village, and a, a gentleman was crossing the road. And as he was crossing, he, he slipped, and there was oh. a large cement truck, you know, stopped <gasps> there. So luckily, the cement truck driver, I could see that he, he saw the pedestrian. But that type of things, right? You know, if you're trying to dart in front of a car, and uh, the car's moving, and you lose your footing, I mean, what chance do that, does that car have to stop? before it potentially could hit you. So everybody, there's a shared responsibility, really. When we have this type of weather, motorists, drivers, you know, pedestrians and cyclists, because there are cyclists out in this weather. Folks, we got to look after each yeah, other. Yeah, I, I, I did see a few cyclists. I didn't yeah. want to be them either. And then people doing, like, just totally wacky things to, today. Uh, coming in, I was driving really slowly, and I probably... Um, stopped it was a, a lane for either a left turn or going straight or right. go straight i probably uh you know stopped a few feet short of the intersection and then the person behind me sort of went all the way around to the right and then kind of did something very illegal to get in front of me and go straight yeah 
Yeah, <laughs> and, it's a head scratcher. Yeah, total head scratcher. And and uh, you know, again, she wasn't getting anywhere faster. No, that's just it, right? So uh, on the way home as well for myself, uh, I live outside the city, but uh, again, it was snowing to beat the band. The roads were horrible. Uh, a lady in front of me went went to turn right onto the the next street. And she was facing a red light, but traffic going north had a green light. And this lady, for whatever reason, pulled right out in front of this Dodge Charger. And the Dodge Charger had no no way of slowing down or stopping. Luckily, the, the other lady driving a Dodge Charger was able to brake. You could see that she had ABS brakes because the wheels were still rotating. Mm-hmm. was able to steer around this uh, SUV, <gasps> narrowly missing, oh, narrowly yeah. missing this this SUV. So, like again, folks, again, you don't have the traction that you normally would on drive pavement. So don't be trying to dart in front of a car if you see that gap because mm-hmm. you could be causing a collision. And not necessarily you becoming involved in one yourself, but cause another person to become involved in a collision. Okay, let's hear from David here in Toronto. Hi, David. Hi, how are you? We're fine. How are you? I'm doing really good. I, I laugh when I hear about people riding on the back end of vehicles. It is very dangerous. Um, if someone were to hit them from behind, they have one foot before they impact you from behind. So uh, I learned a long time ago that uh, uh, I just, uh, I'll stop two, two, two and a half car lengths uh, ahead of the car ahead of me at the lights uh, intentionally as I'm watching the cars behind me to see if they are slowing down. So it gives me an out to get out of the way if they get hammered from behind because they're coming up too quick or they're braking and sliding. And then when they do come to a stop, you know, that six inches behind me, I I have a little bit of fun. I'll move ahead a foot and a half and I'll stop. Then I'll move a foot and a half and I'll stop. And I'm just trying to send them a message that, you know, you've encroached on my space. I'm going to move forward to stop to reestablish that. They take it. I move forward a little bit, yeah. and some people stop. They uh, and I, it's a uh, it's a game for me. It's fun, but it helps me keep me alive and keep me from getting rear ended. It's, it's, it's not fun. I move up, and they move up I right know. on my tail. So again, it's, yeah, but I, I enjoy that because I know every time <laughs> that they do that, they have to consciously make a decision to move forward, and I. I take enjoyment in that. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're a very good defensive driver. You're, you're creating that escape route for you. We, we talk about that in our police yeah. you know, training. Always have an escape route. And, you know, just because you come to a stop, you should not be oblivious to what's going on around you. You know, always yeah. check your mirrors because, like yeah, your caller saying. They always say to, exactly. uh, to look forward, but you need to be uh, looking backwards. You see a guy coming up at a That's right. high rate of speed doing 150, 160, passing people on the right not getting caught or you see the traffic in the the outside uh the hero lane they're doing 140 with a half car length nobody's yeah. pulled over for uh, for that close space and uh, it's very very dangerous um for the rest of the drivers so for me to stay alive i'll stay back in the right hand lane and i'll and stay away from that i call them the wolf pack because they're all <laughs> packed in like a train and one mistake by one person yeah. Oh, we saw it on the 400 northbound, 96 cars wiped out. Well, it's just that domino fast, effect, right? Yeah, too fast, too close, no distance. Um, and I, I I, tend to think it's an attitude, but I think it's, it's also people just don't see the reality of an accident or being maimed. You know, they they haven't been in that bad accident or yep. those situations. So they're inexperienced drivers. Yep. Some would say ignorant, but I say more inexperienced. They haven't seen death firsthand and uh when you do it changes your whole persona 
your attitude towards driving, and people just don't have that attitude that they want to get home alive. It's just, it's, um, I had an uncle told me a long time ago, Dave, you're better five minutes late than dead on time. Absolutely. You know, see, yeah. Absolutely, see, Dave. Fine. Thanks for that. Gonna be, if you're going to be late, don't worry about it. Okay, you know? Dave. Thanks for that. Uh, so uh, what would you like to leave us with on this? We're heading into extreme cold. Uh, just uh, some parting advice. So, folks, okay, when we have this type of weather, the snow, first of all, check your forecast before I head into bed at night. Uh, are we going to have snow in the morning? If that's the case, you need to leave yourself extra time. And again, pack your patience. Make sure your vehicle's ready, okay? So make sure that windshield washer fluid's topped up. Got a full tank of gas. Uh, you should have some sort of like a hat or a blanket in the car just in case you do break down because you don't want to, you know, uh, get cold hypothermia. And when you're on the road, be courteous, okay? Drive according to the conditions that are, you're, you're facing. Increase that following distance. You know, if somebody's trying to get in, they have their signal light in, absolutely let them in. You know what they were saying? If you're five minutes late, better you're five minutes late arriving, uh, you know, alive. And in one piece. Thank you so much, Sergeant Alexander Cruz, Traffic Services, Towing and Pounds. Appreciate you braving the snow to get in here. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 